Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Hopefully everybody here was able to get the players they wanted off waivers. So a quick question to you, bud. Of course, this is Natter at top tier. It's tactics with another legendary episode. Is it time to spend your waiver claim? Even if you're not entirely happy with the person you want, if you're trying to make a push for playoffs, it's time. It's time to make that push. Absolutely. If you're right on the fringe, you get the guys that will get you that win or get you those points this week. Because uh, it's not guaranteed. It's not, not guaranteed, but I mean, like, right right now, for this waiver period yeah. that we had yesterday, there was nobody enticing, nobody get a league winner. There was no, nothing to spend your fab on. Mm-hmm. But are we at the point where should you just use it just because? If, I mean, you, if you have 150 fab in a $200 league and half the people don't have a lot of fab, yes. Absolutely. What about a waiver claim? That's a little bit special, right? Mm, yeah, Depends where your situation is. If you think someone can win you a week or get you a good amount of points and they're on the waiver, then obviously. But if there's not that oomph guy, that juice, then you're probably going to hold it and hopefully something happens. But realistically, there's not going to be someone that just pops up and wins you that league or even the couple, the rest of the weeks that you have. Right now, there's just a couple of rentals you can have. You're going to have Ahmed. Or Ahmed, sorry. You nailed it. Thank you, thank you. You can you have just, Ahmed for this week. You can have maybe Kenyon Balaj, but we don't know the status of Justin Jackson yet. Unfortunately, there just isn't much news today. Of course, we're going to go over all that and then Thursday Night Football. But uh, I think the main discussion we need to go over now is waiver claims. And are you actually going to use it? Is this? The, I mean, of course, when this episode comes out, waivers have already cleared. So we're going to be mostly debating, would you have to use it next week? Because, I mean... Uh, it's this week, the next week after that, and then after that, you get to playoffs. And at that point, if you're not in playoffs, well, then you just wasted your waiver claim. Yeah. Yeah, I I think you use it. I think if you have a good spot where you think someone's there, you use it. But we'll see. NFL headlines. Alan Lazard activated off IR. I expect him to play this week on Sunday. I think this kind of just ruins MVS's value. I know a lot of people just blew their fab and potentially a waiver claim for him because he's been the deep threat. He's had a couple big weeks. Alan Lazard might come and eat into that. Yeah, I mean, hopefully he didn't, but yes. I, I, I mean, it's agree. the MVS special. Uh, he, he just he goes off. You pick him up. You start him. Two points. He plays you. Uh, plays you like a fiddle. It plays you like a fiddle, but it's one of the best spells to see an opponent use. Drew Locke having bruising his ribs, but no fractures, is uh, probably one of the best case scenarios for him. Still considered day-to-day. No word yet if he's going to play Sunday. Obviously, this is way too early in the week. We are recording this on a Tuesday. You'll be listening to it on Wednesday. Uh, I mean... In my opinion, it doesn't necessarily matter who's the quarterback for the Broncos. I think they have other internal issues like their offensive line and running game, but uh, I don't know how you think this affects people like Jerry Judy. 
I think it will affect them a little bit and maybe a little bit on fan, but it's it's not that much of a, a downgrade, yeah, to, uh, to be totally honest with you. And I'm, I'm not doing this as a knock to Drew Locke. I just don't think uh, the quarterback play necessarily matters in that offense. But more importantly, my favorite news to ever hear in my life. Can we just stop? No, this? we're not going to stop. We're, we're about to talk about our guy, our favorite player in the Your NFL. Guy. Your guy. The guy our world revolves around. Mr. Big Chest, Antonio Brown, baby. This is what you love to hear. This is what you wake up to hear. This is what I look at the news for right here. If I don't see Antonio Brown in my news section, I am a Santander. Just, just kick him out of the league already. No. This is the biggest no. joke I've ever seen. In we my ain't life. kicking anybody he, named Antonio Brown he, out of the league. He's trash, first of all. No. Yeah. No. He's trash. No. He's trash. No. Has he been no. good since he yes. came back? Yes. He's a beast. He's been killing it. I mean, he went to Tom Brady. He's got a touchdown on the Patriots. He went to Tom Brady again in Tampa Bay, and he's probably their leading receiver as the last two weeks of my <laughs> uh huh. Sure. So, I mean, Antonio Brown, once again, in the news, he is being investigated for throwing a bike at a private security camera and breaking it. Little does he know, after you break the security camera, the footage doesn't magically disappear. It is still there. So uh, he, he's currently under investigation for that. He's so smart. He's really smart. Very I, intelligent. He, of course he's intelligent. Did, did you not like just hear what I said? He threw a bike at a security camera. Like, what else are you going to do? What kind of bike? That's what I want to know. Was it a motorcycle? Was it a motorcycle? Was it a dirt he, bike? He'd be was pretty it a, strong to do that. Was it, was it a regular bike? So why? Did, like the a, bike, did, did the bike run into him? Or no. did he walk into the bike and trip and fall and then got mad and just threw it? Or was the camera staring at him weird? I, I have to go with all three of them. What I want to know is, one, was he riding the bike? Did he fall? Did he get pissed off at the bike and then throw it? Was it a tricycle that he still found a way to fall off of it? Did it have training wheels on the side? Was it a unicycle? I mean, we, we need to I'm, know. I'm just, I want to see the footage. I'm picturing him okay. on a tricycle uh-huh. okay, with just shorts on. And a, and a pacifier in his mouth. It's kind of weird, but with, all a, right. with a big head, dude. I'm still that, on the notion. I'm just, I'm just that. that that's up, all. That, that's all I'm picturing. Okay, right now. just a big baby, because that's all he's been. He's just been a big baby. No, you, been, you don't think he's been Mr. a big baby? He's been Mr. Big Chest. When you say he's only got shorts on, you got to talk about that fat, humongous, buff chest that he has. Uh huh. Sure. Why, you better put some respect on Antonio Brown's name. Of yeah, course, no. this is hashtag fake news. He didn't do it, just like the other he 34 different allegations he has. Did not do it. Fake news. What was the plan? Like, we well, all you, knew this was going to happen. I literally stated this was going to happen. And it, it did. And they'll be, they might sweep this under the rug. Something else will happen before the end of the year. I guarantee it. Something else will happen. He'll, he'll blow up at someone else, dude. Look like an idiot. He's done. You're talking... About the guy who spray painted his helmet to make it look like it was under NFL regulations. He's very right? intelligent. He a logic does not apply to him. That's why he is so amazing of a person to be around. Don't worry. Five, ten years he'll be broke, homeless. No, because normal. he'll still be in the league. No, no, no he won't. No. Yes, he will. He will not. Not even close. Who, who's in the league longer? Tom Brady or Antonio Brown? Tom Brady. Antonio Brown, I'm calling Tom, that one. Tom right Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, or Drew Brees, because I think Drew Brees with his injury, Drew I think Brees he's is done after this. This was his last year, anyways. This was his he, last. He hoorah. stated, yeah, he was. He, it was done. Didn't he sign a two-year contract? No, no, no. I'm, I'm pretty sure this was his last year. He came out in the beginning of the season, and after that, he's done. Ah, uh, alrighty. Well, I still think Antonio Brown outlasts 
them both because one, he's just that great. That's the that's the guy. That's Mister Big Chest. I'd rather with have uh, Ocho Cinco right now. <laughs> Honestly, I don't blame you. I respect that opinion. Why can't we go back to those days? Ocho Cinco was entertaining to watch. Okay, and he 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 had diva to him. Don't yeah, get me wrong, diva. he it's did. Fine. But like, I mean, put the Hall of Fame jacket on, you know. And there was some spice there. He, he raced he a horse and won. You know? Do you remember that? Yeah, of course I remember. I mean, I I want to see divas out there, but I don't want to see annoying divas. You know, I want to see. You That's know, Antonio get, Brown. Antonio I'll, Brown is an annoying diva. Yeah, he he's a diva, but the wrong kind of diva. I want to see you know like a get your popcorn ready. Oh, type absolutely, diva. A little to just just starting stuff, going to the Cowboys right in the middle of the Cowboys star and just, and just saying what's good. Yeah, you know, I, I want to see that type of diva. Oh, what, yeah. it, like it doesn't hurt. I mean, it hurts your feelings because that's the point of it, but it doesn't like physically hurt you or get you in any legality trouble. I mean, like come on, sit ups in front of your garage, beautiful, that's genius. That is absolutely genius like showing your like pretending to show your butt in a touchdown celebration and having joe buck call you disgusting genius <laughs> joe buck first of all you don't know what you're talking about also what else genius Let's him grabbing the permanent marker permanent signing, mark, it signing it up tossing it out it's yeah. genius it's like, just the the things he thinks of amazing absolutely amazing that's what i want to see i want i want to see a little divaness i want to see a little attitude i want to see some spice of course, I don't want to see you get in legal trouble. I mean, I'll laugh at you and make fun of you Just, when you do, but I mean, it's not preferred. Make the game entertaining. Yeah. Like Ocho Cinco, dude, scores a touchdown, runs over, grabs a camera, starts filming people. Genius. 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 Uh, Absolutely see, genius. Score a touchdown, you lift the little GoPost cover, pull out a phone, make a phone call. Send genius. In, send in Pepto-Bismol to the team you're going to play next, all your corners, all the secondary, Cause before gonna, you play them. Because they're going to get Because they're going to get sick. I'm, I'm going to make you sick. It's just gold, just absolute gold. Though I, I, I want to see it on the defensive side too. For when they do something good, like you know Richard Sherman with his famous legendary speech, genius. He's killing it. I, you know, I, I, we're missing that. I think I think we're that. missing this in this league. I, I it, there's no spice. We're missing. There's nothing. We're, I mean, the last time we had spice was Crabtree versus Talib, and that was one sided because somebody got their chain snatched on <laughs> multiple love occasions. <laughs> <laughs> you lost that battle, buddy. <laughs> you, you definitely lost it. But that's what you remember. That's what you remember. You I know mean, what I mean? I mean and, then, and then kids are going to be like, oh, this is fun. So they're going to go in the park and grab some chain on the big kid, and he's going to get cracked in the face. But, but it's still going to be funny. <laughs> it's still going to be funny because he's got a little spice to him. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, if you think about it, Crabtree, he got punked on so oh, many he got, times. Oh, he got First Richard Sherman, Tlaib, and he just kind of sat there and took it. It's not like, you know, he didn't like fight back. I mean, he tried kind of fighting back one time against Tlaib, but then it, didn't work. it didn't, it didn't work. Well. work. It didn't I mean, work well. It didn't work well. When the report comes out that he tapes his chain on his chest so he, he was can't scared. get stolen. He was scared. And, the, and then it still gets stolen. That's an L. But we want to see stuff like that. Want to see storylines like it's that. It's like rivalries. Rivalries, You know what yeah. I mean? You want to see that, you know, they really don't like each other. And they're going one on one with each other, mm-hmm. and just you know, I want I wanted to see DK Metcalf say Jalen Ramsey was soft. I, I That's wa- what I wanted to see, or Jalen Ramsey say DK Metcalf ain't ain't nothing. I, I, I want to see exactly that. I want to see just like when Odell Beckham went against uh, what was that corner's name, Josh uh, Josh Norman. Oh yeah, yeah I that, loved that, it. That was probably the best. It's, it's, I mean, it was type a, of rivalry because it wasn't overly serious. Yeah, they were sh- pushing was, and shoving. It was a little. It, it was a little aggressive to a certain extent. Maybe a little, a aggressive. little aggressive, too aggressive, but. I like where you're going. Exactly. Like where where everybody's anticipating the matchup. Where where 
NFL Red Zone, when that game is on, when that matchup is there, they show the TV and they specifically highlight highlight those two players. That that's the type of stuff I want to see. I want to see a defensive lineman go in front and just completely completely destroy a quarterback or the offensive line. I want to see quarterback wide receiver matchups. I just want to see stuff like that. I want to see that magic. You know. Exactly, and Antonio Brown, he almost brought it, but he did it in the worst way possible. But so, like some of the greats, yes. okay, like Ray Lewis, uh huh, he brings that energy. He brings fire. I feel like we're missing that My energy mind is now. Potentially you know what killing I mean? somebody. <laughs> hey, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, okay, allegedly, but it's just full aggression all the time. Exactly. Okay, and then you got Dawkins just lighting people up. Cam Chancellor jumping over. The pile to block a field goal. It's like like where TV. is it? Where is this stuff? I I don't see people doing that anymore. The 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 most personality the NFL has right now is their really stupid, ridiculous suits that they wear pregame, or or like their postgame outfits. That's not a personality. That's just no. a uh, cry for attention right now. You even had point. you even had Marshawn, the guy like Marshawn was a personality. Okay. His personality was lack of personality. I but loved that's what it, made it so but great. it made it great. He was different than everyone exactly. else. You know, it's just like, yep. Uh huh. You know why I'm Can here. Can you answer my questions? You know, why uh, I'm you know here. I'm here. You know why I'm here. You know I'm here. I'm just here I, so I, like, I don't get fired. I like Skittles. Skittles is cool. Skittles is great. It's tasty. You keep the yellow ones. You I'll keep everything else. I don't know. I kind of like the yellow ones. <laughs> you can have all the yellow ones. Then. Thank you. I'll take the yellow ones. They're like stuff like that. Yeah. Like where is that stuff anymore? It's just not there. I mean. Can you name one type of big personality right now like other than like maybe Patrick Mahomes? But he doesn't even have a personality. He's just really good. So people would try to overly investigate his life and find out he likes ketchup a little bit too much. And I mean, that's not <laughs> a personality trait. Wait, <laughs> let me reverse real quick. Okay. What happened? You don't know this? No, no, no. Give me a breakdown here. Apparently, he puts ketchup on everything, whether that's, I mean, French fries, of course, you're supposed to. Um, the weird one was steak. He ketchup puts on ketchup, steak. Yeah, he puts ketchup on steak. Don't you notice that? It's barbecue every, sauce. Well, he doesn't do that. He uses ketchup. Do, haven't you noticed in every commercial or every reference there's always ketchup in it? No. I didn't notice. Oh, well, you know what? Now pay attention to it. So I really want to – we got a little time today. Okay, yeah. I want to figure out one guy who is at least a personality in the league that is like those guys, like the all-time greats. I put them in an all-time great category because they were so entertaining. They were pure entertainment. They I'm created the NFL pretty much. I'm trying to think of somebody where he, he's got that little cocky personality. He backs it up a little bit. It's not like a, a Twitter personality where, where you know, like Keenan Allen complains when he's not in the top 100 list or something like that or he's Michael, placed too low. Michael, Michael Thomas complain. He's doing it wrong. You know what I mean? He's on Twitter just blasting people. Yeah. And then guess what? You got, you got 10 receptions for 95 yards, kid, in week 10. Why don't you calm down? Since week 10, you should say. Since, since, yeah, well, since the whole season, Sorry. pretty much. Yeah, exactly. You calm down. I mean, th- that's not a personality. No, not that's at like, all. That's like saying, no. I watch The Office. But that's, that's what it is. Personality. It's but, not a personality. But that's what it is. Did you just say you hate The Office? No, I'm saying some people that will go up to you and be like, oh, do you watch The Office? And then they'll keep talking about The Office, even though you've never seen an episode of The Office like me. And then, you know. How have you never seen an episode of The Office? I mean, I've watched like an episode or two just to see what it is. And I kind of was left a little underwhelmed. You've never watched Old School. You've never watched Step Brothers. No, I never watched those movies. Pineapple Express? No. Oh, my God. 
I'm, I'm just, I'm a little disappointed. I don't know. Though it's, it's not a personality. Arguing with people on Twitter is not a personality. Complaining no. on Twitter is not a personality. Absolutely not. There, w- there's no creativity in this league like, anymore. Like right now, the biggest personality is probably Bill Belichick's post game interviews, and that's not because it's good. It's because <laughs> it's so boring. It's good. It's because he's done it for so long. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like okay, cool. Here's another Belichick. I mean, what else is there in the NFL right now to say? Oh, this is must see TV. Other than you know maybe a good game going on, I, I think they're missing something. I think we figured out what that, they're. That's missing what here. the NFL is missing right now. They need some personalities. That's not toxic personalities, but it's something to give you a little entertainment throughout the game and throughout the season. It's storylines. We need another Ocho Cinco. We need another Ocho Cinco, and we need we need ESPN to stop uh, idolizing people that had rough pasts, rough childhoods. Because that's all they talk about, especially during draft time and such like that. But that might be a different topic for a different day. A different topic for a different day. Okay. But now, now I'm a little concerned about the NFL here. See, that that's the issue. Is it, I mean, it's not like an ESPN storylines where they're manufacturing stupid ones just to get clickbait articles out there. But, like, you know, entertaining stuff. I want to see matchups the celebrations are just basic too yeah, they're they, just they copying the other people's they dances have the same dance now over and over and over again there's no there's no coordination could, and, and then like you know on defense they just run to the end zone look at the fan cam they do you know a little quick pose and then they go back like okay that's cool you know the first 17 times how about the 18 times do something different or, or, name so, so, so okay top top three top three personalities top three personalities here i think to Ocho Cinco like we're talking all time there. or current? All time. All, all time. time works. All time works. I all, I don't even I couldn't even say anybody right now. Okay, so Deion Sanders. Okay. I think, I think he earns beautiful. the biggest one. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, okay, and then we're gonna go Terrell. So Terrell Owens, he kinda had a toxic one. He did to a certain extent. I mean, but he, he was very entertaining when he wasn't complete. Do you remember when he got traded to the Eagles? Yes. And the first play, they throw a deep to him. Yes. And he scored like an eighty yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. he's just it's just the entertainment factor of him. He, he was, a you know, he bit just more, all he does is chipper. He's he he tup, was tup, a little tup. bit more toxic. Yes, that's the problem. Okay, so he's, then keep him off the list. Okay, he's in your top five probably, right? Yeah, he's in the okay. top five right. out all of right. defaultness, right. just because I like that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Uh, he was a little bit more on the toxic side. Uh, Randy Moss was also a little bit on the toxic side. You know, he 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 didn't really even do anything that much other than you know he he was great. He was a little toxic. He was a little bit before my time, of course. Uh, I mean, I I started watching him when he started on the Patriots from then on out. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm only 26 now. Uh, I mean, Jerry Jerry Rice wasn't even a personality. He was Layla type of person. He was, but just, a kinda, he yeah. was just a grinder. He was just a grinder. That's, it. that's not an I mean, that's a good personality trait, but it's not it. Like, you know, you know the I mean, best. Ocho Cinco has to be in my top two, to be, he, to, he, he to be 100% honest here. He's got to be in my top two. Honestly, could be top one because I love to watch him. And and him changing his name. Yes. Like, where is this? There is nothing in the league that even touches Ocho Cinco right now. Well, so, so I mean, that that's what's interesting in the story and fun to see because, you know, he, he'd put Ocho Cinco on his back mm-hmm. and the NFL would just keep finding him for it. So he, he, he was like, you know what? Care. I'm going to just change my name to Ocho Cinco. That's genius. That's 3D chess by <laughs> Ocho Cinco. He outplayed a, a billion-dollar company. Exactly. Multi-billion dollar company. He was like, he was like, okay, you're fine. Me? Okay, cool. My name is actually this. And, and he just sat, he just he sat there it. like, hey, what's good? You can't find me now? Checkmate. Yeah, it's I'll over. It's it over, now. kid. Uh, you going to change my name again? 
Like it's kind of like when Dante Whitner changed his name to Dante Hitner, except not nearly as dramatic or effective because he got kicked out of the league for illegal hits right after that. <laughs> uh, I mean, any anything anybody else? So we we have the first two: Deion Sanders, and then Ocho Senko. Ocho Senko my guy. Okay, you you have a third you want to talk about? Like I'm trying to, I'm you know, trying, I want to I, add like a more current pe- person. Like Richard Sherman we, is probably the most current sh- outgoing personality. Josh Norman was good too. When Norman was good, he just he would not he, stop. He, he was talking. jibber jabber all day, and, which and is what I want to love see. it. But I think we see more offensive side as personalities too, because touchdown celebrations, stuff like that, stuff you see on a regular basis. Yeah, and um, it's like fantasy point potential. Yeah, there's just more implications to Norman an was Norman definitely was good, but. He just, he just, the problem is he fell off a cliff. He absolutely just he took a nosedive, which does happen for corners too. Cause I mean, it is a rough, it's a rough battle to be a corner for a long period of time. I yeah. mean, you, you have such slight, you can't misstep on a lot of different things. Cause you're going against number one every week. Jalen Ramsey is probably the most current personality. Probably. Out there. Yeah, and, probably. And, and his personality is not that great either. It's not that great. I hate nah. his voice. It's like him and Patrick Mahomes voice. They have the annoying voice that, I mean, it's, Annoying. That's just it. Can I put Ocho Cinco in uh, two and three? The, the dude ate McDonald's every day, and still was jacked. And just, Wait, you're just saying gr- just, there's something wrong I'm, with McDonald's? No, I'm just I'm just okay, saying he cool. was a, he sure. was he was a true just regular person in the NFL. Just just like if we went out and played football, you would sign him up, and he'd be the guy that's just jibber jabbering with everybody. Yeah, just nonstop. Get eating McDonald's. It's just Ocho's my guy. So recently, Ocho Cinco was on a Madden stream. Uh, I happened to tune in on it. His podcast, by the way. He does. Yeah, he does. Uh, I don't. He, well, he should listen to our podcast. I don't care about his podcast. We'll send him a clip. Yeah, of course. So I mean, he, he was playing on a Madden stream and he was losing. He was getting demolished, but he was still jibbering, jabbing his whole way through. He doesn't care. He yeah, doesn't oh care. Yeah. That's huh. what you want to well, see. Get out of here, dude. Get out of here, kid. Okay. So do you want to add a third personality out there? Before we move on to Thursday Night Football. You did Dion. I did Dion. You did Ocho. I mean, Teal, Teal was a very big personality. He was a very big personality, but also for a couple of pretty wrong reasons. Aggressiveness. Aggressive sure. reasons. Yeah, I mean, when he, when OBJ was a high personality, he's definitely calmed down a whole lot more now other than well, you you know, be getting dumped on personality in a... You gotta be good to be a personality, huh? You gotta be good to be a personality. You gotta be good, and since he hasn't been that great lately, his only personality trait has been getting dumped on. Uh, anybody else? No. Yeah. Okay. No. Cool. I think that's good. Cool. That's uh, that's all I wanted to go over there. <laughs> all right. Um, so Thursday night football. So we we I mean this is before our times, but Joe Namath he was a huge personality. He was massive. He was massive. But, I mean, that's before our times. We don't care about that. There's no fantasy football implications for him. He can go. Uh, <laughs> other than that, all right, let's talk about Thursday night football. So, Seahawks-Cardinals. This is going to be a good game. It is going to be a good game. And every single time there's an NFC, NFC West divisional game, it's always going to be good. Because right now there there's a three-way tie for first place in the NFC West. Meanwhile, the Niners, they're having the time of their lives on the IR. But I digress. Seattle Seahawks versus the Cardinals. Do we expect Tyler Lockett to play? I'm praying to Jesus. Fancy Jesus. So I can have Tyler Lockett play. I would rather have Chris Carson 
play than Tyler Lockett. Stop it. But that's because the running back situation is just much worse than the wide receiver <laughs> The running situation. back situation and the wide receiver situation. The running back is way worse. I'll give you that. Yes. But just the injury situation is so bad. So bad. It's brutal. It's rough. And it just makes me sad inside. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. But more importantly, I don't want to say more importantly, but <laughs> on another side note, Metcalf got absolutely shut down by Patrick Peterson last time that played. Half point PPR, he put up 3.3 points. We yep. saw Tyler Lockett absolutely eat that game. He put up, what, his 50-burger that game? Yeah. So, uh, I mean, if Tyler Lockett does not play, that's huge because we expect Metcalf to get shut down again. And, yeah, there's going to need – someone needs going to get – Somebody's got to eat. Yep. Absolutely, and Russell Wilson had had not the greatest games last three game. interceptions last week. Last week for sure, and then the game before that it wasn't that bad, but it, it wasn't what we expect it, from Russell Wilson on a weekly basis. Exactly. When I when I hear the trademark "Let Russ Cook," I expect a little bit more than that because he's just going to get memed after memed after memed. Uh, when you trade make a mark like that, and then you just kind of get obliterated the the next few weeks. So Metcalf, of course, you're going to must start him. He's earned that tag. It's a bad matchup for him. You're still starting him. You're still hoping that he can muster out a couple touchdowns, some nice deep catches, some deep bombs. I mean, he outplayed the best of the best and stuff on Gilmore. I expect him to outplay Patrick Peterson a couple more times in order to put up some fantasy points. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Is there anybody else? If Tyler Lockett does not play, it's somebody like DJ Moore. Or maybe not DJ Moore, sorry. Uh, David Moore, I believe. The third string wide receiver. Yeah. On the would you are they like flex options? Are they comfortable flex options? Is if there you, if you need someone to start, he definitely can be a flex option for you. Because I think this is going to be a, a shootout. It's going to be a good game. Kyler Murray's going to play great against Seahawks. He's going to put up a good amount of points. Hopkins is going to put up a great amount of points. Uh, we'll see if Kenyon Drake or Chase Edmonds put up one or the other. They're both playable. Points, right? Right. They're right. Both At playable. this point, it seems like both of them are playable. They both get semi play, you know, semi good playing time. Uh, look like, uh, what's his name? David Johnson. Chase Edmonds. Ch- no, not the other one. Kenyon. Kenyon Drake. There we go. Complete mind flip. I, I was about to refer him as David Johnson. So we we uh, Kenyon Drake was still the goal line back. He played a little bit more of the majority of the snaps. So I mean, of course, he earns the must start tag, right? Yeah. And then Chase Edmonds. Flex option. Flex option. He's a. I think he's a strong flex option. Yeah, you you definitely can strong flex him for sure. Okay. So that it PPR is half PPR. Those receptions definitely will help you out. Yeah, his name is David Moore, by the way, against uh, the Cardinals last game because of uh, Metcalf getting shadowed by Patrick Peterson. He actually put up seven point three. Do I need to tweet at? Do I need to tweet at Metcalf again? Because uh, I mean, it worked. No, no, no. I'm just no. saying, Jalen shut Jalen shut Jalen Jalen shut him. We don't want to work shut again. Him. Just saying, you you said it wasn't gonna happen. I, I tweeted him. No, I I didn't think he would be shadowing him all game because he said he wasn't. But he ended routes. up shadowing him a pretty good amount. Of times. Thirty routes is a good amount. That's a good amount, and he did a pretty good job. The other, I think, the routes where Metcalf got catches was uh, zone. I don't think he was guarding him one on one during those plays. Uh, but he still must start. Tyler Lockett plays. He's must start. I just don't expect him to play. Uh, Chris Carson must start. Don't necessarily expect him to play. If he does not play, Carlos Hyde plays. Carlos Hyde earns the must-start tag. If neither of those two plays, then Alex Collins, he led the team in carries with 10 last week. Uh, He's going to be the must-start 
play out of the running backs there because if Russell Wilson cannot air the ball out or struggles again, then they're just going to go back to leaning on the run game. Yeah, absolutely. Alex Collins is is a good start. I like that. Um, any of these defenses? No, I expect this to be a shootout. I mean, I expect a sack here and there, maybe an interception. I'm not banking on it. And you're going to feel real stupid if you start one of these defenses and it ends up blowing up in your face and you end up getting zero or negative points. Uh, I mean, Seahawks, they allow the most yardage in the league. And the Cardinals, when they, la- they lack a pass rush, and, I mean, you can't get sacks on a slippery quarterback if you don't necessarily have a pass rush. Uh, I mean, Buda Baker is playing some good football, and uh, he, he even picked off Russell Wilson last time they played, and we saw that legendary chase down by Metcalf, but uh, I'm not starting these defenses. How about that? Yeah. My, the kickers are good options. Kickers are good Both options. Both of them are good options. Um, is that all we got for this one? Anybody else you want to talk about? Of course, we have the Cardinals wide receivers. Uh, Hopkins, must start. Christian Kirk is definitely a flex option. I don't want to put him in must start category, but he's very close to must start category. He, he's playing Wide great. receiver three, flex. I, th- I think you have to try to find a way to put him in your lineup this week. I think uh, they're going to try airing it out. Usually defenses, they're a little bit lacking on Thursday night, and uh, you get some good football games. Absolutely. Anybody else? I mean, we know you're going to start your Russell Wilson. You're starting your Kyler Murray. So uh, a quick note to go off of. Josh Allen is not playing this week. Of course, he has his bye week. Mm-hmm. Would you start a Ryan Tannehill? Uh, I mean, we can. this is going completely off track. We're going to discuss this more when we do you know, starts and sits and all that good stuff in game, with game day discussions. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, are you, would you use a waiver claim on a quarterback if you have a Josh Allen? Yeah, if you need a win, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you think there's a better option out there and you need a win to solidify a playoff spot or even just make a push for a playoff spot, yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. you're going to have to start spending that fab. You're going to have to spend that waiver claim. Absolutely. Yeah, quarterbacks, you want to put up 25 to 30 points. If there's somebody out there that can get you that, you got to snag them up no matter the cost. All righty, so Dynasty. Dynasty yeah. talk. Dynasty players, a lot of disappointment in Dynasty players this year. A lot of young, disappointing players. A lot of older, disappointing players. Lay them on me. Let's have a little discussion. Do a little quick one. Roughly like five. Okay. That work? Yeah. So I'm going to start with someone everyone knows. Saquon Barkley. Obviously on the IR. Uh, Obviously you're either going to hold him, you can sell him, or you can buy. I mean, most people are going to hold. But would you be interested going after him? Or are you going to stick with what you have? Or... Yeah. Would you be interested in going after him? If I had a Saquon and mm-hmm. somebody wanted him from me, I want two first rounders and another RB I can replace with. I'm asking for a lot because when Saquon's coming back, I mean, Devontae Freeman, he's not going to be there. Raheem Morris, not going to be there. It's going to go back to him. And Barkley's the number one there. Yeah, obviously. he's the number one. Yeah. And he's the workload. And that is a growing Giants offense. And it could only get better. If this is the worst then it's a pretty good floor for they Saquon. Got, they got to figure that out that offensive line because it's been bad for years. Yes. So if they figure that out, it's going to be a good situation. Saquon is a very, very talented running back. So what if I sent you an offer? Okay. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. And a first and a second. Would you be interested? I'd debate it. I'd say no. Okay. No. Jonathan Taylor does not have Saquon's upside. I yep. mean, right now there's – I mean, we, we have to think about Marlon Mack. When he comes back, if he does come back, I think he's on a contract year. 
So uh, unless he re-signs with them, which I expect he would, uh, it's going to go back to a two-headed monster, 1A, 1B, with still Hines, Wilkins, and all that good stuff. So I, uh, I'm not interested in Jonathan Taylor too much. Okay, so if I changed it to Hilaire, a first and second, does that pique your interest a little bit more? I'm much more interested in Hilaire. Much more, okay. Much more interested in Hilaire. Okay, okay. Because, I mean, Le'Veon Bell, he's not expected to be there next year. No. Unless they draft another RB or sign a big namer, I don't expect them to make too many moves in that spot. But, I mean, Hilaire hasn't been as exciting and enticing as uh, we had hoped he would. Okay. Um, next one, DJ Moore. Because DJ Moore hasn't been what people thought he was. He's he, The touchdowns are almost the exact same as last year. He's but the receptions and the targets aren't there. So how are you feeling about it? You have I'm DJ fine. Moore. I'm fine. I'm holding, and I'm still must-starting him because he's still on pace for over 1,000 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. That is, of course, the target mark. He's uh, he's averaging more touchdowns. or He's on pace to beat his average of touchdowns last year. He only had four touchdowns last year. Right now he's on pace for six. I mean, that's not a monumental change, but it's still better than what he had last year. He's just doing it differently, and we're not accustomed to it. We, we expect a little bit more... Uh, consistency out of him, mm-hmm. and now he's been a little bit more boomer bust. He's also twenty three. He's young. He's, he's very fine. young. It's fine. Very young. Don't trip. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna go another injured guy that's a younger wide receiver. Okay. All right. Uh, Cortland Sutton. How do you How do you're you feel holding. about that? Yeah, you're holding. Just like absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's better than DJ Moore. He's in a better situation than DJ Moore. So so let's change it a little bit. Okay. I have Cortland Sutton. Okay. Would you try to target him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What do you What do you offer? You'd have to give me a first and a wide receiver. Or I would have you, to give you a first and a wide receiver yeah. for to even pique your interest. That still might give you a hard time. Like, say, I give okay. you a first and Michael Gallup. Would you take it? Michael Gallup. Yeah. I would consider it, but probably not. Mike uh, first and DJ Jark. I would. I would be very interested in that. Yes. Yeah. I, I would probably make a move on that. Okay. Uh, first and OBJ. Hmm. I would consider it, but OBJ is uh, is a rough bet right now. I mean, he's you torn know. ACL, same as Sutton, mm-hmm. but the only difference is Sutton is a whole lot younger and uh, a little bit more productive if I have to do so say myself. He has been, for sure, and there's a uh, – Sutton looks very good. When I, he's healthy, he looks very good. I like, believe there's a in change. Drew Locke more than I do in Baker Mayfield. I think Mayfield has uh, written his check out. He, he has not been very good at all. Let's get into that then a little bit. Okay. Is Baker Mayfield going to be the quarterback fully next year? I think he'll be back next year, obviously. But is he actually going to stay in that quarterback position? I, ha- I haven't heard too much talk of them going any- elsewhere. I don't know. I'd have a hard time. If you had to bet. Mm, then he's he's going to be there next year. He's still on the rookie I'm talking contract. about year after that. So I'm, I'm talking about the full year next year. Yeah. Not just six games, not seven, not eight. Full year. He has to play horrendous for that to happen. He's still on his rookie contract. He's still cheap. They can still build a team around him. Uh, I think I don't think that's a hot take, but I do think it's a little bit far fetched. Okay. Juju Smith Schuster, are you buying, selling, or holding? I'm looking to sell, but I'm more than fine with having him on my team. Uh, I would rather sell him. There's just a lot of mouths to feed, a lot of growing mouths to feed. They still have a running game. Ben Roethlisberger, he's aging. Don't know how long he's going to be there for. Uh, Juju, he he is young, so you, there's a lot going for him. There's just so many weapons on that offense, 
and it, it it's like the Cowboys. You just can't feed them all sometimes. Okay. OBJ. I'm selling. I'm selling. How fast? Not fast. You got to you got to get a decent offer. Honestly, me personally, my window for him is the highest. Uh, I do think he's really good. I do think he offers a lot of fantasy potential. If somebody offered me a first, I'd take it. If I had him, if somebody offered me a second and uh, let's say DJ Chark, I take it. What if someone offered you Tyler Lockett? Yeah, I take like one for one or yep. one for one. I take it. Okay. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. He's healthy. Better QB. Better offense. Yeah, I I agree. I definitely agree on that. Mike Evans, and I think this will be our our final one. Unless you got anybody else to talk about. I'm fine with Mike Evans where he is. I'm a little disappointed with his yardage. Uh, he's still on pace for a thousand yards, barely, but uh, uh, I'm fine with where he's at. He's a lot more productive than I anticipated. No, actually, I'm a little disappointed with his productivity, but I'm satisfied with where he's at. He's getting a lot of touchdowns. He's getting a lot of red zone looks, uh, and now you see Bruce Arians really pushing the ball towards Mike Evans' favor, and you really saw him get down on uh, Tom Brady for it. Mike Evans is a fine hold for me. Okay. Anybody else you want to mention here? Uh, right now, Devin Singletary, he's a sell. If you can, obviously. I mean, we, we try to talk about buy and sells, but obviously you have to find a buyer. You have to buy a seller, find a seller, and then uh, you have to make a good deal for them to not ta- uh, for them to take it. But uh, Devin Singletary is the biggest one for me right now. Uh, I mean, you can look at Cam Akers, but Cam Akers is a hold. Unless somebody was really desperate and wanted a, a future RB, nobody, nobody too appealing that I would specifically want or okay. get rid of. Okay, awesome. I think this was a good one. It was a good one. I mean, dynasty is always a little different because you're not necessarily looking for just this year. You got to look at the year after, the year after, and the year after that. Uh, hopefully, you're in a league where it consistently can stay together and you can keep doing that because, I mean, after that, I highly recommend everybody be in a dynasty league. I think it is more fun than a redraft league, uh, and, and it gives you a much different aspect of thinking of how uh, to do everything. I like it. All righty. I mean, this was a fun episode. It was good. We had to go over a lot, and we, hopefully we did it in a good amount of time. We, I mean, we went a little longer than I thought we were. Okay. 40, but, I mean, hey. So next one. episode, we are actually going to be on the Sleeper Wire channel. We're going to have one of the guests on, and then uh, we're going to entertain him and uh, bamboozle ourselves with a couple of skits and dramas. Other than that, do you have a send-off for us? Good luck with injuries, and uh, we will see you soon. Good luck, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too. 